0: I ate my McDonald's. I had a McDouble, a chicken sandwich, a McChicken, and some fries.
1: Did you put them together?
0: I did not. I really wanted them separate.
1: I think in high school people called that a McDank.
0: Interesting. Interesting.
1: I haven't had McDonald's for a long time. So I posted, for the first time in a long time, two things on my blog, and then I was looking at the uh, the analytics, and I think I'm the only person who has looked at them, which I guess makes sense because it, uh, it doesn't post anywhere other than my website, and so... I guess the, uh, the link I shared to LinkedIn didn't do much in terms of traffic, so.
0: I saw it. It's like, Eric Beck has shared a post for a first time in a while.
1: First time ever.
0: First time in a while.
1: <laughs> I guess ever is a while.
0: The only reason I go on LinkedIn is to update my work if I get a new job, and to get rid of the notifications on my phone.
1: Yeah. The, uh... I sent a message to someone on LinkedIn a couple of months ago, so that's the main reason I go to LinkedIn, is to see if they're ever going to respond. I think at this point they probably won't.
0: I once got a message, it was a Facebook message, but it was a response seven months after I sent the initial message, so there's still hope.
1: There is always hope, I guess. Anyways... I was telling dad this weekend that whenever I take some time to try and come up with some topics that might be new things we could talk about, the world has a way of spitting some garbage into our lives that we end up talking about instead.
0: And I wonder what that could be this time.
1: <laughs> Indeed.
0: So we are recording on, what day of the week is it, Sunday? Yeah,
1: it's the 10th.
0: So, for those of you who are unaware, this past oh, I don't know the days of the week. Wednesday. Wednesday. This past Wednesday, um, some people stormed the Capitol in Washington D.C. The Capitol building.
1: Some being thousands.
0: Yep. As of right now, I think the uh, the death toll I heard was five people.
1: Yeah, one of them shot by police, one of them a police officer who was, like, beaten to death, and then three people who are still—their deaths are still being called, quote, medical emergencies, and I still don't know what that means.
0: Um, One guy I heard tased himself and then had a heart attack from being— tased that would hurt yeah and then so one capital police officer died on the day then i think another one today yesterday i don't know all the days blend together died via suicide so there are two as far oh. as i know two police officers Who passed away and then
1: i hadn't heard that
0: and then general public so eric why did this happen
1: oh because it was brought on by the president
0: yeah so for months the president has been spewing false claims of election fraud That got out quickly to his base, and they decided they were going to do something about it. So when the Electoral College confirmation counting of votes or whatever was happening, a mob of Trump supporters decided that they wanted to try and assassinate some elected officials and stop the count because they believe it is a fraudulent election.
1: Yeah, we can say... This is going to go back even further than that, I think, because we can say it's the two months of uh, the election results, whatever fraud claims, myths. But really, this has been like five years of his rhetoric that has been dog whistling to white nationalists and to the Trump base that is made up of these groups of people and could go even further back than that, back to his... uh, not so serious presidential campaign in 2012, back to the birther claims that he made about, or that he brought back with President Obama. With, with uh, that would have been that same time period. And he's like, he he mounted like not really serious presidential, uh, candidacies before that, like years and years ago not as a republican he didn't try as a republican until 2012 but like this is this has been his mo this is the way he's operated and it really hasn't had anything to do with anything other than him wanting to have power and stay in power mhm i was talking i was talking with a friend of mine a couple of months ago i was like he never even wanted to be president i don't know why we had to go through this
0: mhm Yeah, I, a lot of different outlets, like, news outlets have been like, this attack was completely, like, no one saw it coming. And then all of the, like, researchers I follow are like, this was completely planned. They knew this was happening. Yeah. Because they had, like, hats and t-shirts made. (laughs) Like, you can't just make a hat and a t-shirt the day of the event you're
1: going to. Yeah. They're, yeah. Yeah. I've been seeing content like that, questioning how people couldn't have seen it coming. There are questions about why Capitol Police didn't make more of an effort beforehand to do things. We are very good as human beings, I think, at responding to crises after they happen, and we're not so good at taking measures to stop things from happening beforehand. I've been thinking about this, too, especially... Well, like with this, but then also with the uh, the Christmas Day bombing that happened in Nashville, that mm-hmm. it's it's so often that a lot of these uh, typically more violent, tragic events happen, and there are signs that the person or people were planning to do these things, and then warning signs are ignored. And I would mm-hmm. guess that the vast majority of these things happen more often way more often with signs being ignored rather than things happening spontaneously that's like yeah the history of what well, for sure things in my lifetime
0: with the bombing on christmas day i think the wife fiance girlfriend significant other what have you of the bomber had called the police on her significant other like 14 times or something
1: yeah yeah
0: And they just, like, didn't do anything or they didn't do enough to stop what happened. Which isn't even talked about. I feel like it was glazed over a lot.
1: Yeah, well, that was the news of the day. And then we moved on since he was the only person that died. He, like, leveled a whole
0: city block.
1: Yeah, we'll see when their investigation is done what we find out. Because I think they're still looking for a motive with that. But that's a a side point to what we're talking about here. So yeah. I you can count me among the people who wasn't surprised that something like this happened. This is one of the things I wrote about, that I blogged about. I, In terms of this specific incident, I didn't know that this would be the thing that would happen. But it was clear for the last year that there was going to be real violence at some point that that for lack of a better term caused significant turmoil like the things that have been brewing since last summer i mean before that but really took off this past summer there were with the the george floyd all the events surrounding the george floyd's death uh in may and june and whatnot There, like people wondered at that point whether covid keeping people inside for two months contributed to the the uh i don't know what passion or fire or whatever inside of people to to have as strong of a response as there was to that and it seemed like there would be uh a comparable response from the other side at some point and then as Trump has been losing in the la- like since then and then as he eventually did officially lose in November like and then as he and others around him were claiming that this 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 is the thing is somewhat I'm not the first person to say this I saw other people say this this week but if you really think that the election was stolen, your country is being stolen from you, and the people who are at the top that who you believe are saying these things and you believe them, this is like the response that you have in order to stop it from happening. The problem is that none of that was true. <laughs> and so now we've got now we've got this. Mm-hmm.
0: And it seemed very clear that it wasn't just a, we want the election turned over. It was like they actually had intentions of hurting people.
1: Yeah, that's that's another thing I saw earlier today. I've seen like in the last five days, I've seen a ton of stuff. But someone saying that we were so close to actually seeing elected officials assassinated live on wednesday Mm -hmm. like that almost happened if the guys i mean there were still people in the house chamber so if they had gotten into there if the senate hadn't been evacuated quickly enough if they'd found whatever rooms people were in like it would have it could have been so so much worse than it like it's already terrible but it could have been so much worse
0: Yeah, one of the things I thought was really eye-opening, I saw it on Twitter, Senator Tammy Duckworth, I think she's from Illinois, she is a double amputee. Yeah. And she tweeted after the event, and she was like, I'm lucky that I was able to find somewhere accessible to hide, because for a long time she was just like hiding barricaded in her office because she couldn't get anywhere in her wheelchair that she thought would be safe, given the crowd of people infiltrating the capital
1: yeah she's a vet she lost her legs in a helicopter attack she was a helicopter pilot and a rpg blew up in her lap
0: sounds painful
1: yeah and that's another um, thing there are there are other veterans who are in congress now from iraq and afghanistan and there's one from colorado who was saying he hasn't felt the way he felt on wednesday since he was in afghanistan
0: Yeah, but the crowd, at least what I heard, there was at least one person who wanted to shoot Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House. And there were a lot of calls to assassinate Mike Pence, Trump's VP, because he had in recent days said, like, hey, you can't overturn this election. People were
1: like, the first time he's broken from the president, and this is the response. That's now every person in Congress has a different sort of security and travel uh, arrangement, I guess, after this. Because even Lindsey Graham, who's a close supporter of Trump, has he was accosted at an airport somewhere by Trump supporters. And it's like even still, it's, it's still Trump supporters who are accosting these people, not people from the other side being like, why did you support this person all this time? It's why didn't you Mm -hmm. stick with this person all the way through, with the madness that has been happening, and then the people, people in uh, conservative media who were trying to say that the the far left activists (laughs) from the far left, yeah, infiltrated the crowds, which I don't know if they were watching the same thing I was watching, but just the incredible number of people. Who were at the Capitol. Think of how many would have needed to be from that faction for that even to be of a, a legitimate possibility. Cause like I said at the start of this, there were thousands of people there.
0: Yeah, and I've seen a lot of people like posting pictures and being like, That's my son! Yeah, storm in the Capitol. And then like the same group of people. It was all Antifa. <laughs> Make up your mind. One, Antifa isn't an organization. Like, that's not a an organization that exists. It's just a group of... Like, not even a group of people. No one organizes Antifa. But you literally just admitted that you were... You were there. Your son was there.
1: Yeah. There's... Some of the...
0: it The whole event was horrible, but... Some of the memes that have come out of it have been great.
1: <laughs> I don't know that I've seen any memes yet. It's just uh, the. I mean, news media has been commenting on this the entire time, but like, people were maskless because they don't believe in coronavirus, but like masks would have helped them remain unidentified, and then mm-hmm. they're smiling and taking pictures and giving their names to news media as they're being interviewed. Another thing that people are questioning is why people weren't arrested at the Capitol, especially mm-hmm. once federal troops came in. Like, why, why were they allowed to leave and then now they're being hunted for around the country instead of arresting people at the time? There have been a lot of comparisons, and I think very legitimately to the protests from this summer, and the response to Black Lives Matter protesters versus the response to what happened at the Capitol, and the yeah, there uh, was... the apparent uh, what's the word the scale of reactions, I guess the the uh, the very intense reactions to Black Lives Matter protesters and the very weak response to what happened on Wednesday.
0: Yeah, two comments on that. I saw a video from when they first started getting into the Capitol and the police were just, like, standing there. And then this reporter went up to an officer and was like, Hi, I'm with the press. What's happening here? And the officer was just like, Nobody can go in. While people were just walking in the door. (laughs) no one can go in, huh? But... In response to the Black Lives Matter protests, I was... I went to a fair few of them in Des Moines And there was one that I remember where we were in the middle of a road, and they had us stopped, and they were giving us announcements. And they told people that if they had already been arrested once at a protest, they needed to leave. Because if they got arrested again, they were going to be facing federal protesting charges. But now, with the... I think the grand total I heard was from the Capitol, 13 people were arrested. On the day it happened. And now there have been more more arrests and people turning themselves in across the country. But
1: Yeah, the last I heard the numbers up into the 80s, which is a drop in the bucket compared to the number of people who were in the building.
0: Mm-hmm. But I really, for the vast majority of them, it seems like there are no consequences. When almost everyone I know who went to a Black Lives Matter protest faced some form of police brutality be it tear gassing rubber bullets physically being beaten up by the police
1: yeah there's another thing another thing i wrote about this week is there's a a phrase that isn't necessarily the same that's used amongst people but kind of just sort of shifts slightly I referred to it as the this isn't the blank I know this isn't like the fill in the blank I know this so back in May it was this isn't the Minnesota I know this isn't the Minneapolis I know and now it's like this isn't the country I know this isn't like our country and then this is like things that happen in foreign countries or in third world countries or in unstable countries which first is true like so when I studied abroad and in college, I studied in Guatemala, which had gone through a decades-long civil war after their democratically elected government was overthrown, and then as the civil war ended in 1996, and then when I was in Guatemala, the president is one of the few generals who had gotten through the war without any sort of—like, he got through politically unscathed, basically— but he was removed from office four days before the end of his term and jailed on corruption charges. So, like, that's a thing that happens in third world countries. But the thing we need to understand is that this violence is a thing we have seen in our country since the beginning of the country. Like, this is not unique to other places. This, These are things that have happened here. And on top of that, I read an article earlier today, and this is also true for... Guatemala, is that there are people who have talked about this is like what happens in banana republics. That's, to quote, banana republics. And that's a term where, if I'm remembering right, it's where basically fruit companies determined who became the people in power in these Central American countries in order for the fruit companies to maintain their power and their economic favor and whatnot and one of those countries is Guatemala so that's the government that was overthrown the democratically elected government was overthrown with help from the United States government and that was seen across the third world across Central America across everywhere because people were so concerned about communism taking over that instead of allowing democratic processes to happen which may elect people who had social leanings they instead install dictatorships or military juntas which is a word i don't entirely know what it means but like (laughs) so now and now we're still facing consequences from those things especially in africa where there are still people who have been in power for decades and are like destroying their countries for their own benefit and then we like to sit where we are and talk about how, how great democracy is without like without acknowledging our role in destroying other countries and without yeah. acknowledging the amount of violence that has happened in this country
0: there's a a common theme of a tweet that resurfaces every time something large happens in the country and it's like if the United States saw what was happening in the in the United States, the United States would send a group of would send the troops over to invade the United States yeah because we have a a bad habit of sticking our hands everywhere
1: yeah, it's craziness mm-hmm. and part of the problem it's uh I think of it as like how do how do I phrase it it's like a flat earth mentality, I guess, is the term I would use, mm. referring, I guess, to conspiracy theories in general. because the point right now is, if like to put yourself in the shoes of a person who is on that in that political lane right now, you are you're standing in a place where you have a worldview, and if you receive information, that contradicts your worldview rather than shifting your worldview the information you just received must be false so the election must have been stolen because donald trump won there's no way donald trump wouldn't win to to give one example like the people who are who believe that the earth is flat still in 2021 that's still a thing and okay. there's nothing you can say. There's no logical argument you can present to change their mind, which is infinitely frustrating to me because that's that's not at least how I attempt to live my life and shape my worldview.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then there's there's like no way to combat it. There's no way to combat that point of view. So like, what are you what are you going to say to a person who's coming out of the capital? hearing that people just died inside of there and still believing that they're right, even though they have no evidence to support their claims.
0: like No amount of logic or facts is going to change their mind about what they're doing, because they believe that they are in the right. (laughs) Right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then to continue down that road another piece of the problem is that people in power inside of the republican party allowed for this to happen like they allowed for the rise of donald trump some through not taking it seriously and some through seeing that he had the best chance of winning back in 2016 at the very least winning the the nomination from the republican party and then hitch their wagons to him In order to just push through and get what they wanted without considering the consequences of the words and actions that Donald Trump was saying and taking. And now people are trying to distance themselves from Donald Trump. And so, in effect, they have reaped the benefits of the destruction that has been caused for their own personal gain while trying also to have the position that I don't stand with Donald Trump anymore. And Mm -hmm. it's a... There were still, I saw the numbers today, even after all of this happened, there were still 139 representatives and eight senators who voted against at least one state and their electoral votes on Wednesday mm-hmm. into Thursday morning. And you're just like, P- The f- we talked about this with the, I mean, we've talked about it here, but also when we talked about the election just they're they're standing on no evidence and they're just making claims and they're saying people are there are millions of people around the country who are feeling disenfranchised and they they wanted they want to know what happened it's like we know what happened nothing nothing happened mm-hmm. and the, the people people in congress during their testimonies on Wednesday were talking about how courts weren't even hearing these cases and it's like They're not hearing them because there's no evidence to bring in court. Mm -hmm. The place to deal with these things is not in Congress at this point. The place to deal with them is in the courts, which rejected all of the arguments they heard because there was no evidence to back up claims. I feel like Will Ferrell and Zoolander. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills!
0: Yeah, I saw a lot of claims that... Voting patterns, like, didn't stick to this statistical rule or whatever. And I follow a computer scientist. They got new
1: people to vote.
0: Yeah, I follow this computer scientist. She's great. Her name is Jen Golbeck, if anyone on Twitter is interested. She has a bunch of dogs. Um, But she was like, this... This law can't be used like this. I am an expert in this, and this is not how this works. And people are, are kept responding like, Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. It's it's election fraud. And she was like, I literally have a PhD in this. Like, I know what I am talking about. Yeah. I love her. She's great.
1: You might have sent me a tweet from her. I don't remember.
0: But on the topic of her, one of the things that I am concerned about about the future Her research mainly focuses, she described it as the dark and murky part of the web. Um, So things like Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R, which is an app that has been removed from both the Google Play and App Stores. That far-right people are using to, like, gather. And she says that on this app, these people are planning what's going to happen on inauguration day she's like this is just the beginning like uh, this is my research i can show you the receipts if you will yeah. is that too is that too gen z for you to understand that the receipts
1: i i know what a receipt <laughs> is in general i don't think that term is can be co-opted by gen z
0: well not like a paper receipt that you get at like target like online receipts
1: (laughs) why don't you explain what you think i don't understand
0: i was just wondering
1: (laughs) it seems in context that it means she can show the evidence for what she is claiming
0: yes it's just (laughs) the receipts it's just more of a gen z way of talking because i know you're a millennial and i'm on this weird cusp
1: yeah that eight years is sure hold me back
0: oh yeah today i referenced mukbangs which i imagine none of our listeners will understand it's basically like it was popularized on asian youtube channels it's just like videos of people eating and like talking about their food and kind of like asmr sounds of like noodles
1: <laughs> sounds terrible
0: I asked if Eric wanted me to do a mukbang because I got McDonald's. He did not.
1: Nope. That's not what we're about here.
0: Nope, just the Red Bull cans cracking open.
1: Yeah. So, to go back to the inauguration piece now and moving forward, I recently listened to President Obama's audio the audiobook of his most recent book and he talked about how in 2008 there was a legitimate threat a legitimate terrorist threat from some somali nationals if i remember correctly and he like at the time had a card that he had with him with instructions on it so if the if there was an attack that happened while he was at the podium he would give instructions for how people were to evacuate the national mall at that time and now here we are, 12 years later, and the threat is going to be from people inside the country. There was another piece I should—I'll post the article that I just read before we started, on the in the show notes. But it talked about a bunch of different stuff we've already talked about. But it also talked about the language in terms of words, the vocabulary that we're using now, and how. How news media, I guess, sort of went between a few different words until they settled on something. Finally, like in in the this example, settling on using the word "terrorist" to describe the people mm-hmm. that came to the Capitol and uh, were inside of the Capitol. And what the article was talking about, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, is that the the word they chose a lot of the language that has been used is sort of what I talked about earlier, trying to push this from an American context to trying to define the quote unquote bad guys. And the way that that is being done is to see the people who are bad guys like they are from outside of our context, like they are from outside of the United States, sort of, uh, if, These are my words now, but sort of trying to define what is American and what isn't, which is what the other side is also trying to do. But the failure there and what we mentioned earlier is that it doesn't recognize the issues that we have had inside of our country this entire time. And so in trying to push them into the other, which is outside of us, it is failing to recognize the issues that have been inside of us. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, about the inauguration, the things that I have seen Trump has publicly said that he will not attend the inauguration of Joe Biden, which a lot of people saw as Trump being petty or Trump just being a sore loser. But a bunch of other people saw it as like a, a green light, a go ahead for his followers to like do something because he's confirming that he won't be there. So if they want to. Go back and try something. Yeah. Because, you know, he thinks, I don't know if you saw the video before it was deleted, but when the Capitol was being stormed and he made a video that was like, go home. You're very special. We love you. We understand where you're coming from, but go home. It's like You just called a whole bunch of people who set out to kill our government officials that they are very special people and you love them.
1: Yeah. Who's the snowflake now? That's mm-hmm. been running through my head all week. Yeah. I've is that s- what
0: you're gonna title this? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I saw both sides of the argument for having Donald Trump there and not having Donald Trump there. Cause the not the compelling piece of the not having Donald Trump there is like not having potential for disruption from him while it's happening the other piece of this we need to remember is that we're in the middle of covid so it was already going to be a smaller ceremony anyways but now it will be much smaller and there will be much tighter restrictions i've seen news media pull like national security experts from all over the place so i don't know who all they are but i've seen at least one saying that dc needs to be entirely locked down on the 20th which now is 10 days away so hopefully 10 days from now at the very least we'll have a new government sworn in or a new leader sworn in but then i also saw arguments saying that trump should be there as a way to continue the reinforcement of a of the transition like a peaceful transition which i can understand the argument for that like continuing to maintain the the i don't know what the word would be now the image of this thing happening like basically you're doing it for the optics of no we actually are having a peaceful transition but that's not happening so Mm -hmm. now for the first time since 1865 i guess we're having a a transition where someone hasn't died and the president the outgoing president won't be at the inauguration
0: yeah what was it jackson
1: johnson andrew Johnson. johnson After the guy after Lincoln, the first president to be impeached, if I remember correctly.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now, tomorrow, Monday, they're going to, they being government officials, are going to introduce some articles of impeachment to see if they can get Trump impeached before the end of the, the term.
1: Yeah, and even still, Republicans even if they aren't standing by him in word they're standing by him indeed by not not pushing for him either being removed from office or stepping down from office at this point there is one house republican who has said he needs to be removed either be removed or step down and two senate republicans and so And seemingly the points to impeachment, impeachment can still happen even after he's out of office, which will happen on the 20th, no matter what. But impeachment would disallow him from running for president again. Because if you are Mm -hmm. impeached and convicted, you cannot hold the office you were impeached for. So, and at this point, until Wednesday... Donald Trump was for sure going to be the Republican nominee for president in 2024. It was still going to be a thing. At this point, we'll see if the Republican Party actually has the courage to go a different direction, because they certainly don't seem to have that courage now.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, there are three different paths that I'm seeing be taken. Um, There are some people calling for Trump to resign Yep. And or invoke the twenty fifth amendment, which would be he's unfit for office, remove him, mm. and or
1: impeachment. Yeah. Side note on the impeachment: while while the Capitol was still under lockdown, my representative, who is Ilhan Omar, tweeted that she was drafting articles of impeachment, but now mm-hmm. her name like isn't on the articles as the like whoever leading the charge so i don't know what happened with her but, um
0: i follow her on twitter i didn't realize she was your representative yeah,
1: i'm in the fifth the fifth i think that's right i'm yes. in her district at least she Emily is the fifth and I district both are. she covers basically all of minneapolis and then a small piece of the suburbs mostly the north suburbs or the suburbs just north of Minneapolis.
0: Um, oh, she's had a lot of tweets.
1: Yeah. It would be the 6th, I guess.
0: Because it looks like... At least what I can understand from her Twitter. She is leading it and co-leading it with a whole bunch of people. And a whole bunch more are co-sponsors on it
1: yeah the names i've seen are all dudes i think there was one from california one from maryland and one from somewhere else out east i don't remember and so now so we'll see what happens biden when he talked about this he didn't push for that he didn't push for uh impeachment because he has said that they're going to have legislation that they want to get off the ground immediately when he gets put into office. And so the issue, the issue will be, can you do other things while there's an impeachment trial? Which the answer is no. So if they go forward with impeachment and they don't get it done quickly, then there's that piece of it. The other interesting piece, which... We'll see what happens. I can't imagine this happening for real or in this context. But back in 1972, no, 1974, back in 1974, when Richard Nixon resigned, Gerald Ford was his vice president and he became president. And a couple days after he became president, he pardoned Richard Nixon for any wrongdoing in the entire Watergate case and there was a lot of very angry pushback at the time for Ford taking that action. And from what I remember the the reason given and the reason supported by a number of people for that being a good decision was that the country as a whole was able to move forward with I'm life, I guess, I don't remember all the specifics. It's been a while since I've thought about it. But rather than trying to push through with prosecuting Richard Nixon for his actions, they, the country was basically forced and Congress was basically forced to move forward and, I guess, move in a different direction. In that case, it was someone from the same party who stepped in when a president resigned. In this case, even if Biden isn't pushing for impeachment, I can't imagine him pardoning Donald Trump. There's mm-hmm. a, There are also questions now about whether Donald Trump can pardon himself, and I don't know if that's a thing that can happen or not. It seems like um, a thing think, he shouldn't be able to do.
0: I think the general consensus from the legal community is, no, that's not a thing you can do, but Trump has said before that he's able to pardon himself. Well,
1: he has said a lot of things. He is... I have I have worked I feel like I have worked very hard to try and separate people from their actions but with Donald Trump it is very hard for me not to say things about him as a person rather than the actions he has taken because Mm -hmm. as the other piece before I say what I'm about to say is that I have also done my best to at least through the words I use like remain somewhat neutral in or to not not release unleash the entire amount of fury that I've had at times in an, in a way to try and remain open I guess for people to continue to listen to me and f- for any ramifications that may come from whatever I may have to say at this point, like, I cannot wait for Donald Trump to be out of office, even though mm-hmm. there will continue to be issues. Like, this has been, like, back in 2016, I was just like, okay, for the next four years, I guess we're going to need to hunker down and wait this out. Like, it's a freaking hurricane because it's just, it's been terrible, disgusting, dangerous, like, come up with as many negative adjectives as you can and i probably agree with most of them
0: Mm -hmm. yeah one of the things i saw on twitter which i did not like and was very eh, felt gross about is a bunch of people were like ah well since since trump we in this coming or this election we have now overturned the senate and The presidential seat to Democrats. So, in some sense, Donald Trump did make America great again, which is a statement that I hate because, like, in the past four years, millions of people have died. And in the past year, nine months, like, there have been thousands of deaths due to a negligent government. So, I feel like it's.
1: 350,000 corona deaths. And. the problem is and like i'm
0: left i am a left person i lean left I, i like i don't think democrats are really good congress people like i feel like they're
1: no there are a lot of issues
0: like the democrats have a lot of issues and so saying that like oh well donald trump didn't make america great again in the end like people have died
1: yeah the issue here i wrote about this too there was never a clear understanding of what again meant, like, quote, unquote, mm-hmm. again. What is the again that we are hearkening back to? So in my <clears throat> excuse me, in my mind, I've had to, like, define this for myself. What does he mean when he says make America great again? And it is it to the best of what I can understand. It is referring to a time when white Americans had power, had Like, they were on the economic rise, like, had jobs available to them. Even if none of this is true, it's like seeing the nostalgia, seeing a rose-colored nostalgia, basically. But the time that that would be is, like, the 1950s and into the 1960s. And if we're being entirely honest... Donald Trump has successfully brought us back to that time with the amount of racial violence that we are seeing in our country. Like in the 1950s, places 1950s and 1960s, places were being bombed. like white people were making bombs and bombing black churches, businesses, and private residences. And things like that are happening again. So mm-hmm. to while we can, Disagree on what "Make America Great Again" means, and what does it mean for America to be great? Which is not what we are seeing right now. Donald Trump successfully brought this country back fifty years. Mm-hmm.
0: I watched an interview recently, where it was like one of those guy on the street with a microphone goes up to random people. And he went up to a Trump supporter and was like, now, in your opinion, make America great. Like, when was the last time America was great? Like, what's the year? And this man was just like, 1912.
1: (laughs) What? What a a random choice.
0: Like, where where did that come from? And the guy with the microphone was, oh, so like, like before women were allowed to vote? Mm Mm-hmm like there's no unified it's just i hear make america great again and i hear make a country where racists are comfortable being racist openly racist without repercussions
1: yeah and to sort of continue in that vein there's the now the Twitter has banned him and Facebook and Instagram, which are the same company, banned him. Do you know, side note, do you know if it's just Twitter that's permanently suspended his account? It doesn't really matter, but I'm curious.
0: Um, he has been banned from a lot of different places. If Facebook is, Facebook and Instagram, as far as I understand, he's suspended indefinitely, at least until the inauguration Twitter's forever. Yeah. But I mean from all the other places I'm not sure specifics.
1: Yeah. Point being there forever has been outcries about first amendment free speech. And again, a thing I saw earlier today that I agree with is that there is free speech but there is not consequence free speech. So like I mean at the core that's people being held accountable for what they say which it seems like at least at the moment they're the whoever's in charge of investigating these things whether it's the justice department or whoever is not going to pursue any sort of charges for the rally that happened prior to what happened at the capitol but like these like these things are happening so for example don jr Apparently had some tweet about um, Twitter still allowing, like, Iranian leaders to use their platform, even with who they are. And, like, why is it that these people get to stay on while Donald Trump, well, my dad doesn't get to stay on the platform? And it's like, maybe you need to think more about what that says about your dad rather than what that says about twitter
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then another sassy tweet i saw earlier today was imagine feel imagine having the opinion that twitter is a right while healthcare isn't a right for people oh
0: i saw that one yeah because the thing that bothers me about all of the outrage about his account being banned permanently is a lot of people are like it's an infringement on free speech this is censorship when twitter is a private company and the first amendment like you have the right to free speech but twitter has their terms of service and they found that the account violated their terms of service and they are a private business they are in their they are well within their legal right to delete accounts yeah if like, you check the little box that you've read the terms and agreements, even if you haven't. Yeah. Which you most likely haven't, unless you're Emily. <laughs> that's,
1: that's funny, because it's true. I just yeah, saw I another... Saw a, I are saw a we going to talk about the same thing? Hank Green? No, maybe not. <laughs> Say your thing, I
0: saw I saw a tweet from Hank Green that was like, this it was like two points it was like one this is not a violation of the first amendment twitter has this right two it is kind of scary that jack the dude who the ceo of twitter or whatever and mark zuckerberg like have this power like that is kind of a scary thing but it's not a violation of the first amendment
1: i saw a picture today that i didn't click on to make it bigger but someone put together a list of how long it took to read through different companies' terms of service, and there was like, there were places that were well over a half hour to read through a company's terms of service.
0: Yeah. Well, like even if you didn't read through those, which I would bet money that Donald Trump did not read through them, because no, he didn't set does? up his
1: account. He had, yeah. like, a social media manager set up his account in the first place.
0: But even if he didn't read them and he was completely ignorant to all of the terms of service, like, there were several warnings. like Twitter, <laughs> Several? Like, Twitter <laughs> he <apparently> had He <laughs> had close
1: to 500 tweets flagged for yeah. misinformation in the last few months.
0: Like, things were flagged. They made tweets so that you couldn't respond to or retweet them because they were not true like there there were warnings leading up to it even if you had no prior knowledge of the website that you signed up for
1: yeah oh man yeah
0: i saw <laughs> i saw a funny tweet um it was a photoshopped picture of a presidential alert that said like is twitter working for you guys <laughs> 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 because technically with a presidential alert everyone can get an alert on their phone from the president
1: that's like at work when people email the department instead of emailing it is this working for you why have you have you asked it <laughs> and then people reply all with the yeah it's working for me or the no it's not working for me it's that, that in and of itself is frustrating. It's more frustrating when we get the company-wide alert that IT is aware of a problem, and then you still get 15 messages about something not working for people. We are all aware! <laughs> <laughs> so now, hopefully, we're 10 days away for sure from a transition of power. And I i think the the two georgia senators are getting sworn in at least roughly close to then i don't know for sure what their their uh, start dates are but then it will be uh it will be a majority in the house and technically a 50 50 split in the senate but it becomes majority with the uh the... i saw another joke somewhere in social media that kamala harris is now having to do two jobs she's still having to take on her role as a senator because she (laughs) has to be the tie-breaking vote but uh so so that's uh technically democrats still don't even have 50 because it's two independents who caucus with democrats Mm -hmm. so like technically they're not democrats so for one of the few times in american history it's technically a coalition government (laughs) that's a thing that is more common in foreign countries than it is here add another one to the to the scoreboard for ways that this isn't America <laughs> but uh, the 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 issue quote unquote issue with that is that in the senate it's not a filibuster majority it's not a or a filibuster proof majority it's not a supermajority like was seen in the first obama administration right at the start of it Because a senator can talk on the floor for however long they want in order to delay a vote on anything so long as they keep standing. And the vote, I guess, to make that stop is you need a 60-person majority, which is not going to happen. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: there is potential for things to go through in terms of new legislation that is liberal-leaning. That's not necessarily mean that things will be passed.
0: Mm-hmm. Another thing with the Georgia results, for anyone who is unaware, there was a runoff. There were two runoff election in Georgia, two runoff elections in Georgia, and the Democratic candidates won those, largely in part to um, local activism and organization led by Stacey Abrams a black woman who ran for governor. But I've seen a lot of calls that are like, well, this is some proof that the Deep South, like, a lot of these states are not necessarily red-leaning states. They're states with a bunch of voter suppression. So calls for the next four years, how can we get those disenfranchised voters to the polls?
1: Yeah. That's not necessarily false. I think the the caution that needs to be taken there is thinking that the states will just flip Mm -hmm. this is i think we talked about this too the 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 lack of organization by the democratic party when it comes to finding people to run for lower offices basically And this, Mm -hmm. I feel like I need to say this, I'm not married to the Democratic Party. I am politically unaffiliated and I'm very staunchly unaffiliated because I feel like I don't agree fully with either party, either of the major parties or any of the small ones. And the way personally that I approach, that I want to approach holding politicians accountable is to remain outside of their parties. I don't know, you are... You are further left in some ways, I think, than I am. Yeah, I according
0: know. to the political quiz I have taken, I am most closely related to the Green Party. But the Green Party is such a small party that, like... When, yeah. Like, I could do some organizing for the Green Party, I guess, if I wanted. But I don't want... <laughs> I, I don't want to do that.
1: Yeah. I don't remember what that point was, was uh, referring to. I guess I just felt like I wanted to say it. Um, more of a, did we talk about the need to, I feel like we have the need to caveat different information with a bunch of different things before actually saying it. I feel like um, that's a thing we've talked not about. Not
0: in this episode, but we have talked yeah, about that before.
1: Yeah, that's probably where that statement came from. Of, like, uh, trying to cover my tail before people try to push back on something. Which, as we have already talked about today, if you're into your conspiracy theory while well, holding to it as fact, it's not going to matter what I say. Yeah.
0: So. I think just in regards to my my political party, I just, I define myself as, I am not a Democrat. But I am, yeah. like, some Democratic most of the democratic ideals are where I would find myself, but I don't embrace that party.
1: Yeah. We are uh, We are not at the end of this journey, and there's definitely a chance for both parties to change in the next few years pretty significantly. Mm-hmm. You know what else has been bugging me about this Spe- specifically in terms of the electoral college. So, from what I understand, I don't know this for sure, but from what I understand, when the founding fathers were putting together the constitution and whatnot, the electoral college, what came to become the electoral college was an issue like f- for an extended period of time, like as they were coming up with all the different rules or whatnot like how the president was going to be chosen was a thing that was pushed as long as it could be before they had to make a decision and then finally they just had to come up with something and so the electoral college is what ended up sticking through whatever compromises needed to be made and from what i understand about the electoral college the reason something like that was created at least in part was so if Voters in a state made, let's just call it like some ridiculous choice or a really terrible choice, like in a majority of them electing someone who was completely unfit for office. Fill in your fill in your own feelings about what's happening right now. Keep them to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the idea was that the electors then would be able to. Re- as bad as this sounds, reverse the will of the people in order to like save them from themselves. I don't remember where I heard this, but this is this is a piece of what I understand was the reason behind having the electoral college rather than just a straight popular vote. The problem now is that, like, it's backfiring. the The chance for people to be adults in the situation, like it didn't happen. Well, I mean, it happened for the electors who cast the electoral votes. It happened for those people themselves they voted for the party, the the candidate from the party who won the state or who won the electoral votes looking at Nebraska and Maine for places that split votes. Mm-hmm. But then then those votes still got challenged by people who weren't electors. So it's like you had the opportunity to be an adult, and you still opted not to do that. And you had the opportunity to take the L with grace, and you still opted not to do that. And it's like a freaking third of Congress. Or a quarter or Con- whatever, whatever it works out to. A quarter of the House, at least.
0: Yeah, I think the Electoral College is flawed. I think it is... Yeah not it's not an easily understandable system at least to me i was like i don't understand what is happening like i can understand the first to 270 wins but it's like where what does that even mean and the
1: the mechanics are the mechanics aren't that hard to understand the reason it is a thing is difficult to understand
0: Mm -hmm. when you look at something like wyoming or Wyoming wyoming Wyoming, wyomian (laughs) wyomite wyoming (laughs) residents their vote technically like has more influence than the vote of like one person in california based on like the split of how many electoral votes each state gets
1: cgp gray is a youtuber who has a video about this that i can link to in the show notes as well he went through this and through his discussion he was like you can win the presidential election with like 22% of the popular vote it's mm-hmm. it's it's kind of it's kind of a bananas uh or i think that's right just with you if you win the biggest states basically with with the just a majority you can you can pull off the win with some craziness
0: Oh mm-hmm. we got yeah. states like you said nebraska that mm-hmm. splits it so they have uh five or six votes six votes
1: however yeah i
0: think it's six electoral votes but they split it so like omaha and lincoln is one vote and the rest of the state is the rest of their votes
1: well the way it works i think i think it's both nebraska and maine work this way but they basically split their house and senate into the into the their electoral votes so the electoral college each state has a certain number of representatives based on their population and each state has two senators and that is also a thing that came out of the founding fathers but the electoral votes is your number of representatives and your number of senators added together so the way i think it works in maine and nebraska is that Whoever wins the state overall gets the two the two votes that would be accounted for, the senators. And then they split based on the districts that are represented by each representative. So whoever carries each district gets an electoral vote as an account of that district. So the way that works in Nebraska is that because typically Democrats do better in urban areas, which as funny as it is to call Omaha and lincoln urban <laughs> like that ref- that district went blue because it's more democrat and then the other two districts went red because those are more democrat which if this were a normal episode i already would have talked about being in nebraska recently but we can get to that later <laughs> and then in maine the reverse is true so like in maine there's The there's less of a Republican presence in the the majority of the state, so Maine went. Maine went what four and one or three and one, and then Nebraska went four and one the other way.
0: It it just doesn't make sense to me.
1: Yeah, instead of just a straight popular vote, and then this is another reason why people in certain places feel like their vote doesn't matter, quote unquote, doesn't matter because. Like California is gonna go blue, so mm-hmm. if you're not blue in California, why would you feel like voting? Which I I can understand the sentiment, but plus we like we live in a state that's gone blue since 1976, so so th- that same same question could be true here.
0: Yeah, one of the but interesting also- things that's happened in Iowa recently. Iowa has four districts, and for district two for the house rep there were i think five votes separating the two candidates really Mm -hmm. so they recounted and then there were five votes separating them and so the democratic candidate took it to congress and then the republican candidate and the governor and all the senators were like the Democratic candidate Rita Hart is trying to undermine Iowans and the the will of the people.
1: Well, like Donald Trump hasn't been doing that for months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like another
0: five five votes is a little bit different than Trump losing by seven million.
1: Yeah, that's another issue that's come up in these the questions about what's happened, like if the if the president if the presidential election was illegitimate in these different states why is it that representatives from those states feel like their election was legitimate so like the person who stood up in congress to challenge the electoral votes from Pennsylvania was from Pennsylvania mm-hmm. so like if if there was fraud in their elections why wasn't there fraud in your election because the ballots like everything's on the same ballot it's the same piece of paper whoever voted for you voted for their presidential candidate using the same piece of paper so it's 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 uh, it, there is no there Take is no time. <laughs> way in which this makes rational sense
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm like having a I'm short-circuiting over here
0: It's a, it's a, there's a, there's a, it's the, there's no way. (laughs) Yeah, I saw a TikTok explaining that technically, technically, we don't have um, national elections. All of the elections are like state elections that report to a national level, but it's not the national government running these elections, which I think makes it...
1: Yeah, which the is true.
0: claims of fraud a lot more... Because it's not just, like, the big government machine is Yeah, that's what we fraud. talked about
1: before. It would be so hard to coordinate this across numerous states.
0: Mm-hmm. And especially on the scale that people are claiming is happening with no evidence.
1: <laughs> I just remember, I think it was Pennsylvania, where... Suddenly, someone—there were a hundred thousand ballots with Joe Biden. It's like, where are you coming? Where are you finding a hundred thousand ballots? They got to come from somewhere.
0: Someone took their time to fill out a hundred thousand ballots. Where do you even get a hundred thousand ballots?
1: That's the—that's the thing.
0: <laughs> I got one. I got one ballot.
1: <laughs> it's the. the uh, it's like the the call that leaked with trump and the people from georgia
0: just want you to find
1: 11,500 votes just like he's making the claims and then there's like a pause and then the voice from the other end that's that's not what happened but there were dead people voting no that's not what happened (laughs)
0: Yeah, I read through. I didn't read the whole transcript of that call, but one of my friends sent me like some highlights. I was like, "What does this even mean?" Like, oh, the eighteen thousand. It means that someone votes. is
1: trying to steal the election, and it's not Joe Biden.
0: Eighteen thousand votes—they were all counted three times. What?
1: What about the machine? That's that's the other thing. The machinery from <laughs> from Dominion. The balanc- from Dominion, <laughs> but didn't they replace the inner parts of the machinery? No, Mr.
0: President. (laughs) No one came in and removed the machine. No. (laughs) They they just removed the inner parts of the... No.
1: It's like like talking to a grandparent that doesn't understand technology.
0: (laughs) Done that before.
1: In other news, I did go... I drove through Nebraska on my way to Colorado a week and a half ago two weeks ago whatever it was now and there uh there were not a lot of people wearing masks in nebraska or south dakota when i drove through there it was weird i walked i stopped to get gas at a walmart and i walked into the walmart and there were a bunch of people without masks on and i was like i'm gonna go to the bathroom and i'm gonna leave (laughs)
0: Yeah, one of my roommates was in Missouri to visit her sister, and she was updating us about the people not wearing masks.
1: We stopped when we went, I went down to Iowa this weekend, too, and we stopped at a restaurant in Clear Lake. It was weird. We sat in the restaurant.
0: Yeah, when I drove back to Iowa after the holidays, I stopped twice, but I was driving so late that there was, like, no one there. So when I stopped at the come and go in clear, Lake, it was me and the cashier.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's normal. But when I stopped in South Dakota for gas, there were people inside the gas station without masks on. That's not normal. But, like, sitting down in a restaurant. Apparently, what is it, 10th? Apparently, on the 15th, stuff is opening back up again here.
0: Mm-hmm. There's a bar in Albert Lee that's facing, like, a $3,000 fine for each day they stay open. And they are in a huge legal battle with Governor Walls.
1: We stopped in Albert Lee, too. We didn't sit down in the restaurant.
0: Did you stop at the, the Iron Skillet Trails Travel Lodge?
1: No. We thought about it, but then we stopped at Quick Trip because Quick Trip was on the way to those places because we were in downtown Albert Lee for food. <laughs> downtown? Yeah quote-unquote downtown albert lee
0: yeah i've been to quote-unquote downtown albert lee there's not much there I had to cash a check once
1: i don't know why i stopped there where did we go there's a taco john's we went to the not sponsored 112 on broadway they got our order wrong (laughs) in numerous ways it was it was okay I got beef tacos, and it was like having beef tacos at home.
0: (laughs) I understand.
1: (laughs) And the chips were kind of stale.
0: Yeah, when I was coming home, um, I packed up Philip, got everything ready to go. I stopped at Holiday in Rogers just to get some energy drinks. And then I had to pull over in Owatonna and stop and go to the bathroom because I drank too many energy drinks. Then I had to stop again in Clear Lake because I drank too much water trying to compensate for the energy (laughs) (laughs) drinks.
1: I had that in... When I was driving from your place to Denver, I got a chocolate milk in Ankeny. And then... Ankeny? I, I did get one in Ankeny. So the stop in the planned stop in council bluffs was necessary but then also the unplanned stop at a rest stop in nebraska was uh unexpected but necessary as well ankeny's a great place to get gas
0: it's always cheaper than here they hike the prices up because we're a college town
1: interesting yeah i uh i just looked at the the gas buddy app i wasn't entirely sure whether i would make it to council bluffs or not so i just stopped to put like a gallon or two in and it was a good thing i did getting to council bluffs but then i went all the way from council Bluffs, council bluffs to Ogallala, which is in western nebraska and i wasn't entirely sure i was gonna make it but i was pretty sure i could the plan was gonna be i would stop in whatever the bigger town is north platte I was going to stop there and do the same thing, like put a gallon or two in because Ogallala was so much cheaper. But I made it all the way there to that Walmart. And then I put a little over 12 gallons into my 12-gallon tank. And I was like, well, okay then. <laughs> <laughs> I was that close.
0: Yeah, when Emily I don't know that what the car. deal is
1: with Google Maps, but when you type in a city into Google Maps... And it gives you a distance of how far away that is. I think it's the as the crow flies distance. Because then when you click on directions, it's always further. Like a lot further than what it actually is. And that was was part of the problem. I also found out that my car doesn't get as good a gas mileage as it used to. Because at its best, my car could do 360 miles on a tank. Like that was pushing it but I've done 360 miles. Now it's like under 300. I like or my like car. right around 300. Maybe, three. Th- it might have been 330. In any case, it's not as much as it used to be, and that's what apparently almost caused me problems in Nebraska.
0: Yeah, my and car then I has had car a...
1: trouble on the way back.
0: <laughs> my car has a bigger tank, but the gas mileage is definitely going down as it's getting older.
1: Well, I used to be able to get... More than 30, or I guess right around 30 a gallon on the highway. Not anymore. And it died. It died half an hour from home. I had to get my alternator replaced. It was uh, it was money I didn't want to have to spend. But I had to spend.
0: Yeah, if my car like breaks down again, I don't have money for that.
1: Yep. It was more than my stimulus.
0: I don't get a stimulus. We've had discussions about this in our apartment because none of us get a stimulus because we're all dependent college students.
1: Yep. Well, maybe something will change with the new administration. But I wouldn't count on it.
0: I'm not. I'm looking for a job and I'm just like applying to random things. I was looking at jobs on um i think i was looking on sci hire which is a thing that iowa state does basically a job board and there was like elementary school music teacher i was like i could do that could i do that am i qualified for that
1: (laughs) (laughs) do you do you want to work with elementary students
0: i mean technically i already do
1: Do you want to work with elementary? I interact with. (laughs) No, you do not. I interact with with cars on the road.
0: Well, on average, I see three kids a day, and it's the same kids every day.
1: That's a little different with seeing one hundred and fifty kids a day.
0: But I was just thinking about like the the Congos. What's for dinner? (laughs) (laughs) Brody
1: pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Elementary music classes. And then there were all I the jobs for news to, stations. <laughs> I just flash back to elementary music classes at Champlain Elementary, like between kindergarten and third grade. That's a thing I have not thought about since probably the year two thousand.
0: Finding there there, a aren't, job a, there is aren't a whole lot of memories
1: for anyone who's interested. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Finding a job is hard because with the...
1: No kidding.
0: I'm, I, I'm at a disadvantage. I don't want to say I'm at a disadvantage because I'm employed. But I have a job with the city doing the crossing guard work. But it's such weird hours that it doesn't really fit like a second job. And technically I do rover, which is, I guess my first job and I'm building lab kits this next week I've already got three jobs
1: yeah but you don't have three jobs you have you barely have do you even have what how many hours do you get a week
0: currently with yeah you have like a (laughs) part-time job yeah (laughs) like they're all part-time but they're
1: all uber part-time
0: yeah, because with the um, crossing guard, currently I work five hours a week. But once school starts up, I'll be working eight hours a week. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow.
0: I just work mornings right now. But once school starts back up for the college students, I'll be working twice a day, four times a week.
1: That's like the joke I sent in our text ch- text chain. $15, $15 an, hour an hour for 15, hour, 15 minutes. minutes a week. <laughs> Here's your $3 after taxes.
0: There was a job I applied to at Iowa State. Mom sent it to me. I was like, I don't think I'm qualified for this. And I applied. And I was like, you know what? I think my application was pretty solid. And within like a day and a half, I got a rejection. I was like, Great.
1: Yeah, that's always fun that's the last job i thought i might get it's been a while now but it was like i was i was making plans to move to the city i applied in because i was so sure that it was what i wanted to do and i had the qualifications for it and it was two days and i got a rejection notice well i guess i'm not moving to dallas (laughs)
0: yeah i've applied for like three different remote travel agent jobs why not? <laughs>
1: uh, better you than me.
0: There was a job I found. It's open until tomorrow. It's a animal control officer. And, like, it amazingly would fit in my schedule, but I'm not sure if I have the emotional capacity to deal with that.
1: Is it a dog catcher?
0: <laughs> well, it's like... If animals are lost... If there are wild animals where they're not supposed to be, if someone's pet dog bites someone, just kind of everything. It's like, I don't... One of the questions is, like, do you have experience euthanizing wild animals? (laughs) Why would I just have experience with that? (laughs) I told my roommates about the job. And one of them, their first response was, huh, probably be scooping up a lot of dead animals off the road.
1: I had to do that when I worked at camp. I've def- I picked up at least one squirrel that got run over. It was, it was not pretty.
0: Yeah. Oh, the one thing that's really preventing me from applying for the job is they said I need to have an Iowa driver's license within 30 days of hire.
1: <laughs> you don't want to live there.
0: I don't want to claim here. And I'm like more yeah. than qualified for the job i don't have experience euthanizing animals but i've worked with animals for four years for an extended
1: period that much is true
0: ends with the city i'm already i'm already implied i'm already employed by the city you already have all my paperwork you don't even need me to do it again
1: that's how i ended up at the dmv that was not a good choice Hey everybody, my name's Eric.
0: And I'm Elena.
1: And we are the co-hosts of the 2 Out of 3 podcast. Yep. (laughs) And we've come back together today to talk to you guys about our Patreon page.
0: Anyone who's familiar with the podcasting world knows that podcasts are mostly self-funded productions. Patreon is a way for us to connect with patrons who will help fund our productions with us.
1: So if you're watching this video on Patreon, you're already here, so go ahead and take a look around. If not, there are two different ways you can find us. You can go either to patreon.com slash two out of three podcast or to two out of three That's patreon.com slash two out of three podcast or two out of three Now back to the show yep <laughs> who's yeah, calling t- t-
0: me why is emily calling me
1: is she calling you calling you she's been texting
0: uh, she is calling me on snapchat this like ringer is so loud why are you wearing big headphones <laughs> i'm on the phone with eric why is this like half on the screen
1: we're having a podcast
0: oh, i got it we're having a podcast here's eric
1: I can't see. i a phone
0: from my neighbor for fifty dollars. Can you
1: hear me? There. Hi. You can't see me now, but I can see you. Am
0: I supposed to talk? Do you want to say anything to him?
1: I suppose he can't oh, she can't is hear that me either. Why you, like, moved
0: me? Yeah. yeah, he can't, can't hear, hear you. Her. I have headphones in.
1: I can hear her, she can't hear me.
0: I'm a phone my neighbor Wait, you can't what did I say?
1: You said the opposite of what oh. I said.
0: Eric can hear you. You can't hear Eric. (laughs) Listeners, welcome. (laughs) Emily Beck. Oh, is this actually happening right now?
1: Yeah. (laughs) We're on. We're in. We're an hour and fifteen minutes in. They probably can't hear me
0: either. I'm holding. If I can hear her,
1: the rest of the people can hear her.
0: Well, I bought a phone from my neighbor for fifty dollars. I'm just trying it out. (laughs) It works. You get back to what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Emily
1: back. <Hi. laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. We'll see if that stays or not. That might be one to get pushed to the end.
0: <laughs> Is this happening right now?